two, you're listening to Fresh Fresh Talk. My name is Chris J. I'm Kai. No last name. And yes, he goes by the name of Kai. Now, that actually is a good name if you were a huge-ass superstar. There are, because what are the why would you call yourself Kai Dotson? You'd be Kai. I, I don't have to be that specific because there aren't too many of us Kais around. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I go to Hawaii, I tend to be the only one in the yeah. room. That'd be badass. Kai. Like totally, if you were a 70s, a 70s singer-songwriter and you went solo, your debut record would just be Kai. There was actually a f- famous trombone player in the 50s and 60s, jazz trombone player named Kai Winding. And he just went by Kai. He, they knew him. Kai like, Winding? Yeah. Winding's he, a badass last yeah, name. Yeah, he was, because uh, Kai's also a Nordic name, and he was he was of a, a Nordic descent. Speaking of them Nords, did you catch that? Uh, it was kind of like Game a of Game Thrones? of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> that, it was like a Game of Thrones ripoff show called Vikings. It had like Gabriel Byrne. I saw the trailer. I heard it was shit. It lo- I, I caught an episode, and it was just like, it sounds like ru- like it was rushed. Or someone's like, yeah. we need to have something that's like Game of Thrones. No one's done Vikings no yet. No one's done Vikings yeah. yet. You it was know? like that weird Pirates one that I think has already been canceled. Yeah, there was a pirate that one, too. That show sucked. Yeah, oh, my and, God. And, and they listen, tried to do just as much fucking. I like, <laughs> I like pirates. I mean, like, I'll... But Me, it just, too. I was in. Yeah, totally. It was not good, though. Yeah, fair enough. Well, hey, we're here today for this episode of Fresh Talk. And oddly enough, you may not have heard Dan's voice yet because Dan is late. He's not here, so we decided let's just start it, and then when he shows up, we can bust his balls yeah, for you because, guys, because we would anyway, but I- In this world that we live on on Twitter, Dan hits you up saying, hey, I'll be 15 minutes late, but then you see all these tweets about him uh, drinking beers. It's a, it's a shady world we live his in. An, uh, his it's un- hard to get away with bullshit yeah, nowadays. You forget that your little untapped is set up with your Twitter, and then your boys say, you're not late, late, you're boozing somewhere. So we're going to try and call him out on that, see what Frankly, happens. Frankly, I'm just jealous. That's why I wanted to start with that yeah fair enough but uh we are here in ventura california at archive studios sunny sunny day little on the windy side it was crazy windy this morning but it's calmed down we get those gnarly east winds 75 percent of the united states is experiencing extreme weather today and by extreme like storm weather not just like a little light rain 75 percent of the country in the midwest has been ravaged with tornadoes yeah dude it wow that that was it's brutal that tornado stuff's brutal man everybody talks about california with earthquakes and everything and don't get me wrong i'm sure when that happens you're like f this but those people that live with tornado threats they live with that every single year not like once every and i'm telling you i've lived through the biggest earthquake that california's had in our lifetime northridge 1994 in southern california and i lived in northern california during the big frisco quake that was even bigger than that world series game quake yeah and I, I see a pattern here wherever Kai lives. Well, like there's a quake. Snow. Every once in a while, when I'm going to take a piss and I drop my dick. <laughs> anyway. So would it be an earth no, Kai wake? <laughs> I'm oh, just saying no. that uh, I would take. Gotta call this episode Kai. <laughs> I would take those over a tornado any day, hurricane, anything like that. I'm telling you. I've looked, I mean, those were big and they were scary as fuck and they were destructive. 
but they're yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Architecture crazy. is built nowadays. We've learned from those mistakes. Yeah. With you, nothing you can do with those other acts of God. Exactly, man. and and uh, and like and the hurricanes. My God, that whole New Orleans thing was was it's still fucked, still messed up, still yeah. fucked the, because of that. Yeah, I mean Hurricane Sandy. My, my my buddy Adam McDonough, who we've talked about before on the podcast, that poor guy was trapped in his apartment for like seventy two hours. I'm talking, you can't leave. The water is so high, you are literally. He was trapped. I've never. Trapped. I've never been trapped anywhere. Yeah. I hope not to it's be. It's crazy. I mean, I'm sure if you had a canoe or something, you could shoot down the streets of Hoboken, you know, but <laughs> just an instant. There's a funny thought of Adam in a canoe. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. The, the, the canoe EP by Adam <laughs> McDonough. Hope you're listening, Adam. Hope you're, everything's going good for you. Whose new video dropped. You get a chance to see it, I Kyle? did. It's great, It's man. good, it's isn't great. it? It's cool to see you Jokers in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yes, the Jokers in question were John uh, here at Archive and, uh, and Aaron Goldie Goldberg, 2K. oddly enough, in, in a music video. So if you haven't checked that out and you want to see John and Aaron pretending to be movers, check out Adam McDonough's video, Shook This House. Pretty convincing. Yeah, doing very good. Video's yeah, you doing do very look well. like you do a good job. I would I would believe you were an authentic mover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that jumpsuit well. And uh and the director is <laughs> Travis Mock, who is the director of our last two videos. Yes. Um Ava and Body Parts. Yes. Just a just a great director. He's getting ready to work on his first uh short film, kind of a short feature that he's doing. I just saw him the other day, and I just can't say enough about him. If you're ever in the market for a really great great music video director he's just he's special he's he really is, got he's it a, what a good dude too yeah, super just, positive super positive miracle worker he's just got the gift he's got the gift he does well hey let's hop into um let's hop into some of our topics if you if you will some of our segments um I, i'd like to start with underrated bands i really want an effect for that dan was like i, I don't know. think we need we'll a little bit i would yeah. love to have a little I mean, intro thing I, mean, I just think it would be fucking funny we'll yeah, yeah i want to sound like that's because you and i like wrestling and monster truck rallies yeah. what does dan know about wrestling and monster truck rallies? totally nothing you know i want that like underrated bands 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 yeah and then you hear like five seconds of an underrated band maybe chicks dig it you're pretty good you're pretty good oh, that's good yeah thought of that in the shower i like it Chicks dig it. Wow. So, Kai, um, any underrated bands come to mind to you that you'd like to tell the world about that deserve more attention? Absolutely. Um, and per usual, it's because they have a record coming out today. But they're a band called Floor, who oddly I, enough... Oddly enough, that's one of the first bands you've ever brought up, and I literally don't know who you're talking about. That's not true, because they crossed Army Freshman paths... Years ago, probably I'm guessing impossible. The year I have an encyclopedia memory of every band we've ever played. That's with. not true because we even have their sticker on our merch tub still, still to this day. I remember the sticker. All coming back. Do you remember where we crossed paths with this band? Oh, floor. It was a day my life was changed, and yours. <laughs> South by Southwest? No, not wasn't changed that much. Anyway, it was the year it was about the it was same time frame, East Coast. Little city called Marietta, Georgia. Marietta, Georgia. A venue called Swayze. Swayze's! The craziest performance I've ever seen. Ever. Tree Fort. Tree Fort. Well, when we, not the time we were there when Tree Fort blew minds and we played with River City High, but when we came back there a few months later, we played a show and the featured act there, it was, there were some hardcore bands local. Okay. There was actually a good show. Okay. But the, the only touring band besides us that was there was a band called Floor okay. from Gainesville, Florida, or from Miami, I think, or Gainesville. They're from Florida. Floor. And they are they are now, have since reformed with one or two different guys into a band called Torch that has received much more attention in the last few years. Okay, Floor put out a lot of records. They're sort of 
credited. I mean, there would be no Mastodon, really. There would be no Baroness. These bands that have been pretty successful in the last years. They're really heavy. I mean, they tuned to like C or something wow. standard, heavy as shit. But there, it's melodic. The singer sings. Mm. They don't. They don't like. It's not like a metal band. They're just a really heavy. Imagine the heaviest version of the Foo Fighters you'd ever imagine. Like well, that Foo sounds Fighters, right up your alley. Foo Fighters on like a shitload of like downer drugs. It cool. would be this band. But anyway, they're floor they have a new record coming out today called oblation go it's it's incredible <laughs> oblation it's incredible and it's, it's, it's not metal and they this is their they've since been doing this torch thing and got a lot of attention with uh-huh. it and now they're back doing floor for the first record in 10 years wow that's crazy um it, wow i mean you know what's weird is i i would never have in a million years guessed that you know floor yeah Mariana they're Georgia. great great cool. great great melodic heavy band good for those guys it's always honestly it's in this day and age it's always refreshing to hear about a band that you played with years ago that's still together in some form just because so many are gone but for my underrated band i'm gonna take who you just mentioned when we first played at swayze's and i'm gonna say river city high absolutely river city high i think is that definition of an underrated band um they were around sort of in the uh, early 2000s was kind of like you know sort of the period of time that they were at and this was a four on the floor rock band yeah in, in the straight up you know and, and there were poppy elements but they they were a rock band and but they were pop rock i mean like uh-huh. power i guess power pop i mean kind of yeah i guess like, you know they weren't riffy i it saw them like, the first time i saw them was in uh arizona phoenix arizona and they were playing with a band called pollen and it pollen's oh, last God. show ever what a great band yeah and and there's another underrated they band. just it was one of those moments where you see a band and you know the level of professionalism is at another level they were they were just tight and there were subtle little moves i'm not talking about guys doing backflips but just little moves and guys throwing picks and just high just five high five and we actually caught the pick move and the high five fuck. from them for sure. But it was like I, I remember seeing them for the first time too and just being like I may have never ever seen a band have that much fun. Yeah, the they look like they're having they a look great like time. Good friends having a good time and playing good really going for it. And they were playing with a lot of punk bands at the yeah. time so they, they didn't totally fit in. They tended to do that. Uh, they made their debut full length is called Won't Turn Down. And you know, some people may you know debate this with me, but I actually think it's kind of a lost classic of that era and that style was on doghouse records which is probably best known for the all-american rejects get up kids oh get up kids yeah they did um so uh they put this record out and there's yeah they they, they had some great bands um the there's a couple songs on that it's a record i still go back to you know how sometimes there's a record from your past and you just don't really listen to it anymore that's a record that i still to this day enjoy there's a song on eps i enjoy too yeah there's a song on there called uh um, and of course I forget the freaking name I'll make it up to you and it Great just song. holds up yeah. uh, you can put that on anytime and I'll get goosebumps and rock out to that uh, Jet Wonder In was a great song oh, there's there's so many won't slow down I mean that was a great band and yeah. they did get a major label deal and it looked after like that record. after that record and it looked like they were potentially going to blow up literally I believe the situation was their A&R man was like canned I think 
even it may have been not even that he was canned, but he was like, or did the label fall apart? No, the, the label went under. It was MCA. They were part. Of they MCA. were one of the first big ones to go down. And what also their A and R guy was basically like neuter. They said where he uh-huh. just all of a sudden he was still there and they were still on the label, but the A and R guy couldn't do anything and couldn't put anything out. Yeah. and they weren't allowed to do anything because they, they were really popping in the underground. They were doing really good. That tour we did with them was sort of their comeback tour. They'd been gone. They because they were relentless tour. I mean. I saw them. They tore. That was their claim to fame. They honestly first made their bones, not really on the music, but they went out one year and played like 250 shows. I think in that year, I saw them like five times in Ventura County. Yeah. Think about that. They were just coming through it constantly. They lived in a van for yeah. like a year, and they really made their bones that they way. They did, and they got great you tours, know? and they made great they And made they were songs. good guys. Yeah, and, great. And they, they, I mean, they taught us so much about touring. They when, really did. We, we toured with so them early. Great. We were green in our touring yeah. and went out and did a week with them and learned a lot. They were really kind to us. We really learned a lot. The, yeah. You know, one of the things he said, why they get a lot of tours, he said, we're a good hang. And that's something that I think bands of any, uh, well, that's just as a person, you want to be somebody that fun and hang out but you'd be surprised if you're just good people and not just good people you're fun to hang out with because when you're on tour you're the people you're on tour with the other bands the crew everybody it's your family it's the only people that understand what you're going through in any way yeah, you so ha- it's, it's the definition of hanging out there will yeah. be time where you have nothing to do and you're just hanging and it's out. like a tr- you're like a nomadic tribe and if there's one fucking asshole in that tribe it it can bring the whole thing down. yeah it really can so they were just great guys they had a bad breakup and I don't know the ins and outs of it but two guys left two guys stayed and oddly enough the two guys that left the drummer and the guitar player went on to be in Jack's Mannequin with Andrew McMahon yeah but I think no I think Jack's Mannequin's done now I think I think Andrew McMahon's completely solo now really he put out like a a total solo effort there was a Jack's record like last year yeah he disbanded it after that you know I could totally be wrong but I'm almost positive that's what happened but those guys went on to have a lot of success with that probably more success oddly enough than River City High and the guitar player Bob was even in something corporate in the very last the last stages of something corporate and that's what happened he crossed over he became the guitar player of something corporate wow talk about some music you know some some history there in the indie music scene but um just just great guys um river city high did stay together for a while and we constantly put out another record too after but it was they completely shifted gears well they did an ep that is really good extent i think it's called like extended play play. and there's actually like three of the five songs are incredible the full length that they released they got a little more rocky kind of yeah they got a little more shit kicking yeah totally a little southern rock twist like the the kind of they're they're from virginia and the virginia kind of yeah but there's a great song on that record called amy that's a really great song that that would still really good it's, it's like that's one of those records where i think if it I had heard it for the first time, and I, no one. T- it wasn't River City High. Yeah, they, I think that they would have been more successful had yeah. they just started a new band. Yeah, God, I love love that great. River City High. Just still great, listen to them, and still every once in a while, uh, get we'll get a text from from James the singer. Mm-hmm. Just he's still like that. Apparently, they had as much fun on that tour as we did, but. 
you know, he, we have some close mutual friends with those guys, and like yeah. through the connection, you every once in a while hear from that dude. He's just a great guy, great, 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 great guy, people, man. great band. Just ah, just, just I still listen to them all the time. Me Always love the name of the band, love the show they put on. A lot of the songs can't recommend them enough. I'd start with "Won't Turn Down" though. Yeah. If you can find their record "Won't Turn Down" by River City High, and you like Army of Freshmen, there's a real good chance you're gonna like a couple songs Absolutely. on this record. Yeah, yeah. They, they have two EPs before that: Richmond Motel mm. and Forgets Their Manners. And there's and a song that forgets their manners. It's like one of the best songs about touring ever written. Absolutely. And that was, oh, God, what a band. That was an inspiring band. We were yeah. very young to touring, and we really looked up to their dedication to the road and being out there and playing anything. And and I remember also, we also thought that they were a little bigger than they were when we played with them in Marietta, Georgia, and there was, like, no one there. And we were like, what? And in and, and some places, they drew a lot of people. Absolutely. But it was a harsh lesson to learn that, like, even bands that you have heard of. Just because a band's important to you doesn't mean yeah. they're important. And just because a band's important somewhere doesn't mean they're important everywhere. You yeah, know? exactly. That was a band I saw in Santa Barbara two years before that played to 100, 150 people. Yeah. And here they were, you know, two years later in Marietta, Georgia. But then, you know, we realized that that sort of, you are in Marietta, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's a venue, Swayze's, that has a very strange and long history. Yeah, um, what a, but what a cool, the, it was run by guys in this band, Tree Fort, mm -hmm. and they were so cool, the Tuniacs. They would basically let just about anybody, it was one of those venues that got known because if you were on tour and you didn't have a they, gig, they would book you. you could just show up mm -hmm. and they would just put you on the show. They, and that's they were very fun. indie. And they they represented a lot of scenes. They, they would take the door and they would basically give all of the it money It was to, like the quintessential all ages venue yeah. and to my knowledge it is still going that's great which is incredible but with that said i've heard a lot of stories there was a crazy incident went down and i think it was i don't want to say man overboard but i think it may have been man overboard but there was a weird incident went that went down there of just you know um i think that there was some uh some sexist uh, and I stuff that went down, some kind of like, kind of some anti-homosexual talk and performance, but it was all in jest. Mm. But the main band, the touring band that came through, was like, "Yo, we're we don't want any part of that." Then the owners of the club, basically, because they were almost performance art type guys that sort of ran the joint, they were like, "Yo, dude, you know." Basically, I think it's like, you're not in on the joke. This is a joke. But then they went online and made a big post, and it turned into a big Facebook thing, and just, just a lot of drama over right. something that occurred there, you know? And like, huh. you know, a whole scene saying, we don't believe in that, and another scene kind of saying, like, you don't even get it, right. you know? Like, you know, so just it, one of those things. But the place had a, they stood for what they believed in that, that, that venue, um, for sure, man. Absolutely. It was a, it was yeah, a, I mean, they were always good to us. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Swayze's in Marietta, Georgia, old school sort of underground Reminded all the ages. It was, it was like that. Was it was what the old. All, there were the old, all yeah. ages venues, and you literally any night of the week, and someone would be playing, and it may be five bands that don't have yeah. anything alike that you've never heard they, of, and they weren't bars. But you may get your mind blown. Yeah, they weren't bars. They didn't have booze, and they didn't do anything else. They literally yeah. just had shows. But that was at a time when there were enough kids going to shows that places like that could sustain, and they are very virtually non-existent now. Mm -hmm. Well, look, look who's joined us. In. We are That's knee great. deep in episode 26 <laughs> of Fresh Talk. Apparently no one gets to text anymore. Uh, apparently <laughs> someone doesn't come on time because we saw you all over social media with all sorts of untapped 
information oh, and mean, hits. You mean one posting? Because you've been drinking that beers. Was a, that was a soda. To, yeah, according to Chris, there were <laughs> many. Chris doesn't even use Untapped. I get Twitter and I follow you on Twitter and I saw multiple little posts about all the little booze you've been drinking instead of recording your podcast. Not today you didn't. <laughs> right, right, right. It was where, probably where, me. Where have you been, Dan? What brings you to the podcast so late? Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a beer with my brother. Ah, oh, that's I a thought, good reason. Yeah. Right Should have brought right him along. He's familiar with the Fresh Cast protocol. He is. And beer. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's Fresh Talk, guy. Son of a bitch. I'm never going to learn that. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough. It just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. Well, Dan, we've been discussing um, underrated bands. Kai brought up a band called Floor, and I, uh, which in turn led to the fact that we first met Floor at a club that we played with, River City High, and I brought up River City High. So anybody you'd like to throw into the mix right now? We're knee-deep in underrated bands. Yeah, I would like to throw in a band called The Deer Hunter. Oh, Ooh, um, nice poll. Which I got to talk to. <laughs> which now there's two bands called the Deer Hunter. Which this is this is the D E A R Hunter. Okay. <laughs> Not the De Niro movie either. Um, there are, there's one indie band and there's like a like a dramatic band. So what's up with the the Deer Hunter that you like? The D E A R Hunter. Um, I've really only heard their most recent record. The most I listened to the one prior to that. The most recent one was called Migrant, and it's really. It's just really good. It's unique. Um, it's kind of dramatic, and the vocals are really good. The songs are really good. They're catchy as fuck. It's fun. I can't stop listening to it. It's great. a great record. Tremendous. Yeah. The, the Deer Hunter. Really enjoying it. Excellent. What uh, stylistically? I mean, what are we talking like indie? Like just indie, like the, the new definition of indie? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's rocky. It's indie. I mean, they have some slower jams, but they're like. You know, a little passionate, but then it's not like shoegazery. That's cool. It's fun. Excellent. Good record. Excellent. Speaking of segments, um, we uh, we were talking about how you are uh, opposed to potentially having uh, little bits for the segments. We talked about that. Bumpers. Catch you up on the podcast. Yes, bumpers, bumpers. So we don't have bumpers yet, or we haven't made a decision. But we but created our own. Yeah, we yeah. had we had analog echo. echo. Totally. <laughs> so I have echo. a bumper for you. Uh, this will be uh, on the spot bumper for records of the week. Before you listen, take time to speak to Kai Dodson with records of the week. No, this is good. <laughs> I like it. Make a jingle Was out of it? that. Freestyle. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I already mentioned they Floor's me new record, which I mean, we've already discussed. It's great. They do not get enough credit. They're, I mean, they, and they do all, most of their shit themselves. So go support a band that's really trying. Uh, the other one is a band that's already been spoken about often on this podcast, but uh, the old 97s have a new record out today. Wow. Oh, no shit. I'm and due to touch base with them. I, I feel <laughs> like I've in the past two records, I just I haven't been there for This them. is their most critically acclaimed in a while, and I honestly thoroughly enjoyed the last few, but this one is, people are freaking out about it. Really? Saying it's like their best, it, people are like throwing out things like, like, like there, fight songs. There was or, a week. There reviews. was a weak one in the mix. Yeah, there's one weak one called "Drag It Up." Uh-huh. That one was weak as fuck. Yeah, mm. God, but, those first couple records on our, our episode so of underrated bands. That was one of Dan's picks. Oh, yeah, they're so amazing. They have a brand new record just came out today. Another full. I can't. Length. I need to. I need to listen to that. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that one. I, I, mean, I just that's hate when they get a little too me. country. Sometimes when they go a little too far down that road, I like when they have like really have some of their melodies. You know. And I, I feel like this one, I just don't like when they get too ballady. I don't mind mm. the country stuff because I like the country stuff. I like Wreck Your Life mm. and all that. But it's like when they get too, like Drag It Up, I just felt was too many ballads. And mm. it's just, 
I want that guy to rock. I want, yeah, I yeah. want pop songs. You yeah, know? but when they write a good ballad, who? You know? Oh yeah, I mean they occasionally fuck they do, but there's cool. I want one on a record, not a bunch of mid tempo bullshit. New old ninety seven. I hear it's great. I hear it's rock, and I like I'm literally all the reviews I'm reading are throwing out uh, satellite rides and fight songs. Great, wow. great. Which are for those That's of you that don't to listen, those out. are like they're two of their three biggest. Yes. Best loved records. Cool. Uh, and that's it for this week. It's a pretty quiet week on the music. The new, actually, the new Pixies came out today for those of you that didn't pick it up at Record Store Day. Now it's available for masses. Speaking of the Pixies, there's a massive commercial for something, and I don't know what it is, but it's a bunch of girls in the commercial covering a Pixies song, Gigantic, and it's really weird. I'm sure, it's be- a tie in for this record. Yeah. I mean, I know that song's not on it, but yeah. I'm sure it's just. To no, make it's some people- type of technology or something, you know, but it's just weird. It's just yeah. like, wow, if you would have told me. 15 20 years ago that the pixies would be not just the song people playing the song Covering i mean song especially because they were a band that was so like anti-pop songs they were yeah. the anti-pop band i mean they wrote pop songs but in the wrong ways yeah. you know like nirvana style but yeah, they were a massive influence on nirvana yeah. yeah but i mean it's like you know but here they are now they're old and they're legends and they're getting fucking paid but that new record's great I, cool. I said it last week but I cannot say it enough it's it's I swear it sounds like they just started kept making records man I got, so, I got some stuff stopped. to listen to that I'm excited to yeah. old 97's new pixies yeah that's some exciting stuff very cool um well uh moving on to other segments um the plane they stopped all aerial searching for it's, it's officially never done. found nope It'll be found years from now, maybe. I feel like that's I've learned a lot about the news through this plane story and covering it on Fresh Talk, like when the story is gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that story could come back. But it's just raging. not gone in my heart. Yeah. Like I'm still fucking eaten alive by this mystery. They I will find that someday. Maybe. Will they? I don't God, know. Ever? ever? You think what never? if it flew into a volcano and it just got melted? A lot of volcanoes in that part of the world. I'm just saying no one's talking about that possibility. As, Volcano will as break insane, it down to as its insane base. as that sounds. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> I'm just saying it would break it down to its base matter, and you would never find a, a hint of it ever. Yeah, like what if that was a guy's suicide mission to take it into the Kano? Yeah, he just put on President's United States, the song Volcano, <laughs> and just went right in. I was thinking Budos Band, but go mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. I was thinking he would show Joe versus the Volcano on the in, in flight entertainment. Oh, that's but, so fun! Oh, At least you yeah. go down stoked. Yeah. Or would hey, you? I don't know. That's it's a great fun, movie, man. Come on. That's a great movie. Come on. That's a Tom Hanks classic. That. That well, I tell you what though, if all communications stopped working on the plane and the only thing that was on was Joe versus the volcano, and all of a sudden you just said, "This is your captain Joe speaking," you're in for a lot of trouble. You are in for a lot of trouble. Yeah. The gods are not. That's happy a good with theory, you. dude. That's that's. I mean, it's not good, but it's, it's as different. plausible as any at this moment. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, that's great. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, one of our other uh, popular topics, um, TV. Obviously, TV right now, I think, for all of us means Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yet I, again, loved it. Great. And it is, though... Scary. That, but, that shit at the end was scary. But for where Dan and I are coming from yep. is, now it has taken so many veers from the books. Really? It has, really. That, that whole thing never happened in the books. Well, I was, I was talking about that with Jeff last night after we had watched it, who's also read the books. And, and yeah, I, but I loved it. No, I loved it. It was, it was wonderful. And it, he brought up some good points about how they need to, they're going to have to, obviously we know they're going to have to do stuff like that to make it work for television. It's just a, it's a different medium. You can't do. And especially do, the next couple of books are like, 
In Hopefully, hindsight, fairly boring. Well, you, as guys told me, you guys altogether. told me you never find out who poisons the king. Never do, and it's and, and, and now it's implied, but it's never you never. It's not certain like it is now. It's certain. It's that, not like hey, I did that. It. Old yeah. lady orchestrated it with little with finger. little finger. They and they both straight up said, yeah, right. But in the yes. book, it's much more like did yeah. the old lady. Ah. Did the old lady put it in the cup? Yes, that's what in, that, the, in the show. And yes. that was a necklace thing. Hey, she's spoiler played, alert, by the way. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm spoiling it. <laughs> Thrones has been is spoiler know, alert for Thrones. Yeah, I also saw something happened. online, and I, I skipped it right away, but it said that the TV show may have messed up this week and given away a big spoiler of some sort, like in the neck on the next episode thing or something like that. I didn't like watch that. on the next episode. I, I did. I didn't see anything. Okay, good, good. Jesus, good. though, maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I didn't, didn't pick up on it. I, 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 I didn't read the whole article to know exactly what they were getting at. Maybe but they one said of those HBO that, may have messed up and spoiled something. Maybe only it. because if you, you're in the know, like if you've read the books, you yeah. know what's coming. Mm-hmm. But there's, I just can't imagine what – I mean the but big – you the, think it's veering big. Like from the books, things are huge. really starting. There are up. characters popping up. I mean that whole character, that guy Jon Snow is being buddies with at the Black Tower that, that was like the guy that cut off Jamie Lannish's hand. That yeah. character doesn't even exist Yeah, he's books. a spy. Nope. He, he's straight he's, up. He's, he's just, not in the books at all. That's uh-huh. That character's a brand new – he he has now. He's that, he's he's that info- elf from he, the. He's the girl elf from Lord of the Ring or the the Hobbit, the Hobbit movies, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's infiltrated the, the black. The nice yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And I don't. I can't imagine why. But you know what? I'm actually enjoying it because now it's I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, with them going back to Craster's Keep and like all that yeah. shit at the end, and like, that shit at Craster's Keep, I was like, holy yeah. fuck! Yeah, yeah, it was it's crazy, brutal. So my question is. The White Walker, since we're getting into this, he touches the kid, the kid becomes a White Walker, right? Never happens in the books. Gotcha. So I don't, can't answer. Are they implying, though, that all the White, white Walkers, Walkers are all originally humans that yes. they've converted? Yes, which they've sort of implied in the books a little bit, but never came out and say or or like they you know they were dead, they're zombies or yeah, I yeah. thought they were, I didn't think they were taking fresh people and turning them into. Well, so it. this yeah. is this is where the disconnect for me comes in because it seemed like there were two different types of White Walkers, like the ones that were basically zombies, but then there were the other ones, like in the very very first opening of yeah. the book. There's this whole thing and the, and show. And the show and the show. Oh yeah, that's true too in the show that that it's clearly not a zombie. Like it's a he's got a blade made of ice and mm-hmm. like all this other shit. So. So it's almost like there are two different versions or two different types. Maybe they can turn living people into White Walkers. Maybe they can resurrect the Yeah, dead. maybe that's what it is. Mm. And the fact that the White Walkers even have like a base and a castle is something that is never touched on. In the yeah. You, I, you never know there's a headquarter. You just sort of assume that they're kind of everywhere and nowhere. Yeah. Like they just appear. And that Although, guy, that, that fucker who's uh, hanging out in the uh, – in that dude's hut with all the chicks. Yeah, Craster's, Craster's keep. Hut keep. Yeah, with, well, all, with all that guy's daughters. And- yeah, what a jerk he is, huh? Yeah, I mean, I just, bag. I was so bummed that the episode ended because all I wanted was Jon Snow to go in there and kick some ass. Yeah, I, who knows if that's happening? I don't know. But uh, obviously that's coming next week. But I like want him to go in there. And I want him to see his brother again. That whole family's been, the Starks have been so separated. Like, I'm such a sentimentalist like that. Like, can't someone in that family see each other again? Because correct me if I'm wrong, now they're all by themselves. Yep. Everyone. Is, Every single so one. spread out. All Ever spread since, out. Uh, Ned Stark. Yeah. His head chopped off. That was the end of anybody being with anybody. Yeah. Well, Bran and his younger brother. Weren't they together for a while, and then they got split up? Yeah, once when when Theon sacked 
Winterfell, they were together for a little while. Yeah, but all, not long. I, all I want to see is somebody in that goddamn family see each other again, just to give me a little reunion. You we're know? waiting too, Jay. Man, we're waiting too. Yeah, mm. I was waiting in the books as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe I think that whole purpose of that thing is just literally he took a family and all he does is shit on them, just utter pure destruction. And that whole Game of Thrones will end when the last Stark dies. Like probably. nothing worked. For he them. probably wrote them about like some some family he hated in high yeah. school. <laughs> Somebody that picked on him called the yeah. Starks. Cool you know. shit coming though. Yeah. I can't wait. Ah. It's great. Again, the show just it just every week I'm just sucked in. I just adore it. It's the best. I, did, I think they did a really good job with the zombie horse, like the White Walker horse. It was bad. Awesome. Oh, it looked great. Uh, Dude, you gotta grab the you gotta gonna... grab the Game of Thrones theme song. So every week when we talk Thrones, so we just play like ten seconds of it. Like <laughs> we know, we know, we know. <laughs> you could probably grab that one. Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, great, Game of Thrones kicking ass. Um, I. I there is a show that people are rabid about, that people utterly love, um, that uh, my dad watched in the 70s and was a fan, and I has been revitalized multiple times. I finally, last night, midnight, trying to go to sleep, said, I'm going to watch an episode of this. And I can't say I loved it, and I'm very curious to what you guys think or have seen or know. Doctor Who? Doctor Ooh. I love it. I watched the I used, first episode. I used to watch of, it in the 80s. The eight, now the, there's the cheesy ass one. Now in the there's 80s. 70s Doctor Who, 80s Doctor Who. There's every decade Doctor Who. Yeah. But no, it's it was never dormant stopped. for 16 years and it came back. It came in back. 2000s around and, then. And it came back huge. And it's back still. It's been constant since. There's a new Doctor now. Though. Yeah, they changed the Doctor quite a bit. Okay. But they just changed. Well, I watched the one after 16 years, the 2001. Okay. That's and I watched the first episode. Yeah, that, I started back there again because I watched the other ones when I was a kid, and but everyone told me don't worry about those. Like, yeah, because the one in the seventies, you know he had like a curly afro, and he had the in, even the you one know, you're watching. You just started Ravenclaw scarf. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the that's doctor that's in this the season you is started. Good, is, I, that's the only season he's in. I honestly love it, but it see, is I didn't like him as the I, he wasn't grabbing. He's me. not a good doctor. He's okay. the worst doctor, and he's only in that season. Literally, they started back with one guy for one season and yeah. then chopped them because one guy got really popular, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a few, but that again, there's, there's been like maybe was that first doctor like was it like uh, we got to get rid of this dude like was he popular? You know? he, no, he wasn't. Okay, I mean it's, it's a big source of nerd contention in which doctor is your favorite. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge, and there's no wrong. Yeah, it's like it's like picking a favorite James Bond. Uh-huh. You know? As long as you can, defend I just don't know if I should stick wrong. with it because it just it just didn't grip me like I wanted it to. It's really campy, and it, it's it's campier it's than camp- I expected. It's and it's it, campier it, than I expected. It's very campy, it's English. but man, it it's the most British thing ever. <laughs> it is, but you got to take it. There's epi- episodes that are better than others, uh-huh. and. And I, it's like, if you really want to give it a try, you've got to do the first two seasons. Because mm-hmm. the first season, you'll get an idea of it. And I, and I just assume that by the time the first season ends, you're already going to be into the characters. But the second season, it gets much better. Uh-huh. The second season is okay. much better than the first. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was digging it. But I felt like I wanted to go back and watch more Clone Wars. You know, I wasn't like, it's I need to watch Doctor Clone, Who. But it's, but it's fun. It's like when you want to just sit down and watch something fun, yeah. like Battlestar. Like he's like, fighting. Like old Battlestar Galactica, like yeah. the 70s. Actually, it's like that. Episode one, he's fighting Plaid. Yes. You know? But he does a lot of things where he's fighting weird shit. I I did, they did get me when they go to the conspiracy theory guy's house and he shows this guy was at the JFK assassination. You know me, that's just like, (laughs) I'm in. Okay, better put down the phone and pay attention here. But then I didn't get any more JFK stuff. You know, I like my conspiracy, like the fact that this guy's seen throughout time, you know. They'll do cool things in history. Like there's one where they go back and 
they go back and hang out with Charles Dickens and like basically give him the idea for Christmas for for not Christmas Carol but for one of his other plays like well he's he's mm-hmm. just writing Christmas Carol and like they do a bunch does the of girl stuff. that he meet in that first episode does that become his kind of partner she yeah she's okay. she's in it for a lot longer than than that she changes yeah. less frequently she's, yeah, you get she's the only feeling that she once. was gonna like be you know. she was in it until recently she mm-hmm. just in like the last couple of seasons they mm-hmm. changed her but the doctors changed yeah. fairly yeah, I mean it almost feels late nineties just some of the technology like that phone in the house it but sounds it stupid but it was like it's like what okay about those we big have big ass jeans she's that, wearing yes <laughs> it's <laughs> funny you mentioned probably that filmed in the late nineties it's to be really sure. funny you mentioned that that was throwing me off I was like what's weird about this girl two thousand and it's because she's wearing big kind of like baggy jeans yeah yeah she, like you now they would have was her she bulletproof in those baggy jeans <laughs> and like yeah, and you she, look was, at, she was in <laughs> and you look at her and you're like is she hot or is she not hot and you God, can't dude, tell because you literally can't, you are reading my mind i was like why does she look weird i'm like it's the jeans and then the whole time i'm like is she hot i or know is she not like i want <laughs> like i was like i yeah that's yep. crazy. That's I spent more, more time in Doctor Who trying to figure out if this girl was smoking or not. Like, do I want to hang out with her and pretend I'm the doctor? Well, I will save you the time. Her name is Billy Piper, and she is hot. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure You're in welcome. episode two, when I decide she's hot, <laughs> yeah. then I Google Wait till her. she goes into, like, yeah. period pieces, and you see her, like, in a bosh, and you're like, ooh, uh, Billy Piper. Nice. Billy Piper. <laughs> Sounds like a porno name. Oh, yeah. So I, wish I it checked were. out a little Doctor Who. Um, this week... Wait, really quick. Okay. Back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I found out some very important information about Game of Thrones that we need to discuss. Okay. You know the woman Shay, the woman that is Tyrion's sort of girlfriend yes, that they keep mistress. on the DL. Yeah. Before she was in Game of Thrones, she was a porn Game star. Of, Game of Bones? No way. Yes. Legit? Legit. Now, did they know she was a hoe? I saw her getting fucked hoe? by so many people at once. <laughs> no way. Yeah, you can now, definitely find Now, did they grab her the because she was that and she, her character's a prostitute? No, she tried to be... She actually or is this a, one of these girls that out. actually changed her name and, and auditioned same and got name. a role? Same name. Didn't change her name. Going by the same name. But she did change her nose and much for the better. Oh. It seems. It hmm. seems like I was like. Do you know how hard so... that is to do that because yeah. usually the minute like casting directors find out that you come from that, they don't want to cheapen their product. Of and, course. You know, I mean, but it, I guess she, just because she's that hot, because she's. I think she's hot in Game of Thrones. She's not hot in her pornos because it's <laughs> older and she's like kind of. She's got big old like hair and her nose is different. I, I don't like, find her all that attractive. That's not hmm. my girl on Game of Thrones. You know. I mean, I would, who's the hottest girl on Game of Thrones? Because the looks are very Cersei. different in that. Lena Headey, mm. but I've had a thing. Bad her over her for years. Yeah, I also quite like Marjorie Tyrell. She is not the but hottest. She's my for me. look. She's curvy. She, yeah, the young Tyrell. Yeah, I'm coming around quick on that uh-huh. little scene where she snuck into my chambers. Oh. I mean the dude's chambers. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. She's like, I have a secret. I do too. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, he's, he's out a, a secret in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, she's she's working. You know, Aaron's big on the dragon queen chick, but he likes his blondes. Ooh, she's, I, she's not even in my top I'm but she, it. she it's different in the show because obviously she doesn't look exactly that way but she is fucking gorgeous like in real she, life she is absolutely beautiful not taking anything away from you know Queen Regent Cersei over here but Ahead. Yeah, she's, she's got like a real evil look to her. And did you ever read? Did you ever see that she was like dead broke while yeah. she was doing that show? Got in a violent, violent divorce and was down to seven dollars in her bank account and wow. was starring on Game of Thrones. Not like it was coming out. Just bought a crib in Sherman Oaks. I yeah. just saw. I must have been up 
fucking late <laughs> last night. She just parties a, in LA. All, she parties pretty hard. Really? Yeah. Just bought a crib in uh, Sherman Oaks. Well, and and the, and the crib was like not like crazy expensive, you know what I mean? Like kind of like like a house, you know? I'm like, geez, yeah. she's probably living on Krusty Street. Like that'd be so weird to be so into that show. And like the evil queen is next door. Well, she looks her male. pretty different. In yeah, real dark life. hair and stuff. And it's short, she's short. Yeah. Oh, she's short. She has short hair. Oh, short hair. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right on. That's cool. Well, this week. There's something that I am stoked to talk about that Silicon I want to talk about, and it may be a bit of a heavy subject for the old fresh talk. We don't really get deep like this, but I want to talk about what's happening with Donald Sterling, the LA Clippers, and racism in general, because this story has absolutely gripped me for the past it's 72 taken over hours. The nation. I mean, the president was talking about it, and he's he's like diplomatic mission in like where is he right now singapore somewhere and he like they all the reporters were asking him about this yeah but bama wow. likes ball too that's his of course he does. He's, he, <laughs> that wasn't meant to be racist <laughs> he's sterling. i, was gonna say, I just mean up. he's american <laughs> shit i swear i, swear, I really oh man dodgy Holocaust joke. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, now i'm gonna be that racist guy <laughs> people so, who annoy you everybody that's listening to this probably knows this story but i'm gonna do it really quick there is an owner of an nba team who is caught on tape a tape that is released by his mistress yeah. who is half black and half uh, i believe hispanic or asian um half black half hispanic who releases it of him saying all sorts of racist shit um, and he is also married to a woman who, like, it's the story's so crazy. It, but basically, what has happened today is the NBA, in an unprecedented move, has banned him for life. An yes. owner. An <laughs> owner. He owns a $600 million franchise, and he is not allowed to go to the stadium any NBA stadium. He is not allowed to go to any meetings. He is not allowed to go to any offices associated with the team. He is not allowed to make any decisions on the team. Basically, they're saying you own it, but you can do nothing. And they but are having you can a vote. Profit. Vote with the owners. Wow. If the seventy, catch. there's some type of catch where seventy-five percent of the owners want to get rid of him that's so tropic thunder yeah i know they, they, they can they have the ability thunder. and i don't know the details but they have the ability to essentially force him to sell if 70 but but he has to sell it's 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 a little weird um he hasn't made a statement yet as far as i know he has not responded to this as far Probably as i would have the n-word in it if he did yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah but, boy you you thought you thought he he hated minorities before this went down yeah <laughs> <laughs> the story is so crazy to me because there's a lot of there were red flags on this guy for years yeah red red and white flags yeah yeah <laughs> stars he, and bars he was he was a slumlord he was a legitimate slumlord who was sued multiple times by tenants he had these caught on constantly in depositions talking about how he wouldn't sell houses to black people to hispanic people to people with young children like he was a horrible person this dude has had all sorts of mistresses all sorts of crazy stuff and the whole situation blows my mind to the point that he's this weird racist crazy old man and all these people turned a blind eye to his statements and to his behavior because of money 
Our, our good friend in Nat America. I mean, and of course, money can get you anything, man. Look well, at fucking O.J. Simpson can murder people. Like, it's you can get away with some he, shit. He, there was a sexual harassment suit that he paid out before it went to trial. There was a slumlord case that he paid out before it went to trial. They say there's probably countless incidents of straight cash transactions of lawsuits that never came about. I mean, the stuff that this guy, but this has been reported on, yet still, he would just buy his way out by giving money to charities and groups. In two weeks, he was going to be named the NAACP's uh, Lifetime Achievement yeah. Award winner. And he wow. for the second time, he'd already won it. He'd already won it. The NAACP's Lifetime Achievement Lifetime Award. Achievement Award. Not like, hey, you did something good once. Like, And they were going to give this to a man who is now known as the most famous racist in the world. Really took that crown from Michael Richards. Like, I just mean, came right wow. for him. From Richards, everybody. Richards has just been waiting. And, but the <laughs> thing is, this is not out of the blue. No. This is somebody who has been accused of this behavior. Of yet people took the money and they gave him awards. And then there was weird shit that he would take ads out in the Los Angeles Times congratulating himself for giving money to these charities. He would pay for the thank you ad for the charity. And, and another weird thing is supposedly these ads were so poorly designed that they were well known amongst designers of being some of the worst ads ever. And some guy, there's a petition online saying, hey, whoever makes, please fire whoever makes these Donald Sterling ads. I'm, I'm not making this up. <laughs> this had nothing to do with the racism. It's just the ads that he made to celebrate him he giving money. He even offends graphic designers. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just, and, Is and, there anything he does that doesn't offend people? And then in today's- I mean, and, and he owns the fucking Clippers. <laughs> totally, dude. So, and then the crazy thing is the Clippers are finally good for the first time ever. This happens while they're Were. in the playoffs. <laughs> Finally, finally, the Clippers make it to the playoffs and the Lakers don't. Finally, they have this team and this guy, it, this, and there's so many aspects of this, it makes my head want to blow up. But just like the whole, the love triangle, do you know that the wife was suing the mistress? That's why she released these tapes. The wife, his wife, who did not leave him. When she found out that he has had multiple mistresses, when he has brought mistresses, side court, sitting next to him, wife at home, watching the game, no backbone to leave the dude because of money. money. She then sues this mistress for one and a half million dollars to get back the condo, to get back the four cars, saying that this lady basically cajoled her husband. And then she says, well, shit, I'm getting sued for $1.5 million. I'll get back at you. And suddenly this tape leaks, which is against the law. It's an illegally recorded conversation on top of it all. So th this is just this insane, insane world of these super uber rich people that just live in this insane... No, it's like one uber rich person and okay. a bunch of whores. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's one uber rich person. They race. all have more money than we do, but not because, you know, like they're not, they, were, they didn't do anything to earn that money. What like, type of morals do you have to have when you're a mistress to an uber rich dude and he says, I hate black people, and you're like... I'm half black and stay with him. Stay with him. 
That's insane. That's like somebody saying like, I hate white dudes in their 30s that are into music, that have beards. I hate them. They're I fucking love you. horrible. I love you. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, it's okay. I'm an exception. You know, Stockholm the, Syndrome. It's unbelievable. The whole story is the most insane thing I've I'll ever bet that heard. I couldn't spell Stockholm. Of course yeah. It's ah. just, it's, it, and it's horrible. So it's sick. jokes just went into my head right yeah. now. <laughs> Cuckold, syndrome, cuckold syndrome. And and now, like, it's just like, is there any justice? Is there any justice? I mean, should the... <laughs> That's a much larger question. Yeah, I was going to say, the answer man, is that's, no. That opens the door to a crazy conversation. There hasn't been real if justice you guys, since the Wild West. If you guys were players... last two nights ago on HBO. <laughs> if you guys are players on that team, would you have played that last game? Their, their protest was turning their jerseys inside out for their warm-ups and then wearing black socks. That was their protest. They turned their, they threw all their jerseys in the center of the court, then they did their warm-ups in red t-shirts, and then they wore their jerseys during the game. I honestly think I would have not played that game. They don't want but to here's get fired, the thing. though. Well, but I don't. I don't even think it's that. Don't I think, think it's. Any, I don't think. I think it's more that if this would have happened at the beginning of the season, they all would have just. They would have protested again. But yeah, you're. Yeah, this yeah, is the chance right. for these people. Like these are players that like. You spend your whole life, and all you want to do is win a fucking championship. And you're a Clipper, and the chance of you winning a championship is very unlikely. And this is your year to do it. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You just want to do that for yourself. Why, and this like, why is he? With him. Why is he screwing my dream of wanting to win a championship? Like, just because he's a racist asshole, that doesn't mean you're. That doesn't have any bearing on you. I mean, yeah, it's not like it was the coach. Or anything. It's a good point, but you're taking that paycheck and you're playing for and making Absolutely. money for a guy that has well, why that don't hate, they that do, hates you? Then they should play for free. Honestly, dude, that's something that African Americans have had to deal with forever, Ever. forever. They They're at least making a good paycheck already. now. So yeah. I'm sure at least one but of those players, somebody knew this. These guys are in a financial situation where they don't have to come to that shitty job but to put food on the table. You are talking about multi-millionaires yeah. that would it, be backed by everybody on earth if they chose not to play that game. This though. is about the Kai's right. This is about the championship. They want to win. And to win now when everyone's looking at you, fuck. Huge. They'll be remembered well, yeah, forever, is that for the man. fans too. I mean, people that show up to watch the game, people watching. If you're the game a black fan game. of the Clippers, would you buy a ticket to the game tonight? Fuck, I don't know. After he was banned, would well, you then buy? I'm sure, it? you saw the the I picture going so. around on Facebook where but the guy was, two guys were holding up the sign. One guy was a black guy. He's like, the sign said, "I'm a black guy." And the other guy was like, "I brought a black guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, it brings up so many questions. I mean, like, I don't know if I was a fan of the Clippers, if I could at least go to that game. Ask Amber. Well, our friend, we have a good friend named Amber who is a psychotic Clippers fan, which is Clippers a conversation fan. in itself for another time or place. <laughs> but she loves the Clippers to the point that she goes to games by herself. Like, that's what she does. She, all she wanted was to go see her favorite team in the playoffs. Okay, it's all she wanted. They're in the playoffs. Probably easy to get tickets now. She was <laughs> gonna go to this game. This was the one she was going to because it, you know, came back to L.A. And she said, "I'm gonna pass." And I was like, "Are you gonna pass because you are boycotting?" She's like, "No, I love the team. I support the team." She was like, "I'm just honestly uncomfortable with being if there are serious boycotts, if there are serious mm -hmm. protests. Mm -hmm. Honestly, being a white girl, pasty walking white girl. in a pasty white girl <laughs> walking into that arena by myself. What if there's like picket lines and people?" like throwing stuff she was like i don't you know i just don't want to deal with that she's like i don't want the drama she can't shrug that off yeah i mean but geez 
I'm like thinking, imagine if the Dodgers were in the World Series and something like, oh, God. It's there just, will always that be people that go. Heart, it's just like Frank McCourt when, when he was a horrible owner of the Dodgers and was running them into the but ground. But he wasn't a racist. There was a difference. Well, he probably was. But he wasn't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like There's how, some mistress that's got tape on It's him. like how I would never set foot in a Chick-fil-A because yep. of the shit, the bullshit that that guy, the sexist dumb shit that guy said. But I go eat at In-N-Out. And I guarantee you that the owners of In-N-Out feel exactly the same way. But they, they, weren't, they don't go sit. They, they don't make it public knowledge. And that's how my conscience can rest. Say what you want. I mean, I know that's stupid, but it's this like... This message is not endorsed by Chick-fil-A or it's holding <laughs> properties or me because I'm like But what about the fact that he said it behind closed doors and he didn't necessarily want it to be public knowledge? But still, now it is... I mean, it's the same thing. If that guy would have... If, if but I, you are allowed to have that opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. That no. opinion is wrong, but having that opinion is not wrong. Well, hasn't this all moved really quick too? I mean, has anybody as quick as fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like there's already consequences, but it all came out initially what two days ago? Is it too quick? Is it like could that guy say yo yo yo? I don't give a fuck. I am a racist, and I'm gonna. Or could he say, hey, that's not me on the tape? I mean, who has anybody investigated it? The NBA said they investigated, but what can he do in seven thousand? His lawyers already said it's him on the tape. Gotcha. (laughs) At least he didn't try. But they've also only released bits and pieces of the tape, not the whole tape. So who knows the context? Well, see, I heard a story, and I'm totally not in the loop on this story of only. It's very strange because NPR sweeps is usually into these kind of cross political. They've not talking about NPR. You got to go to AM five seventy for this. (laughs) And uh, but I heard that he had requested that his mistress record a lot of their conversations because he supposedly forgets what he says. Wow. So she has a hundred hours worth of recordings of his voice. This one's a dead setup though. And and honestly, this chick is a piece of shit. And anybody that tries to paint her as a freedom rider and somebody that has exposed racism. She's a mistress to a billionaire. She was a piece of shit before she yeah. tried to do this. She's a total <laughs> piece of shit. And I, I'm glad. I, it's always nice to know when someone's a piece of shit and it's out in the open and that person's a horrible person or they're a hardcore racist. Okay, great. We need to know that. But this girl only did it. She stayed with this fucking she- Guy, for the money. knowing, stayed with right. him, knowing that he was a racist when she's half black and half Mexican herself. Do you think th- she thought he was hate fucking her? Maybe she's into that. Like, I mean, like, how, how, what is, what was he, when they were fucking, what was she thinking? Like, how can he hate me and enjoy this? She was probably seeing it counting dollars. Yeah. hundred dollars. The funniest part of that reason. conversation when he says, why can't you be a delicate Latina? Dude, un. Unbelievable! Whoever would say, Max, talk about an oxymoron. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> not to be racist or anything. No. Yeah, totally. Somebody we know might have gotten punched for yeah. that. Yeah. N- not to mention, like, you <laughs> know, you're exempting as you exclusively date Latinas. Right. Yeah, totally. First off, that, that I, makes you not. In 2014, not there's no such thing as a delicate woman anymore. That right. concept That's of some true. China dolls out the window. You know, like chicks are tougher than guys nine times out of ten. But Speak for nine, yourself. Nine times out of ten, you put a freaking Latin girl in a room and start a fight. She's gonna win against anybody, you know. Those are tough, tough chicks. Oh yeah. And a delicate Latina. Max Kellerman on seven ten ESPN said he was like, I will play that soundbite on my show every day till I'm off the air. He was like, It's the most hilarious and ridiculous thing ever. So like literally it was like it was like, Welcome to the Max Kellerman show show. He's like, Where we welcome and it's the guy's voice. Delicate Latinas. You know, it's just so amazing. It's just, it, 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 the whole thing just is so unsettling to me on so many different levels. The fact that someone that rich can be that much of a piece of shit. The fact that even the NBA turned a blind eye to this until they were forced to deal with it. You know, people took those checks, man. Everybody took Always those checks. the case, man. Money. Maybe I'm just so cynical, but I'm not yeah, surprised I'm not at all. Either. I'm like, yeah. 
I don't. This is this hasn't like shattered any hopes and dreams nah. I had. It's just yeah. reinforced every thought I already like everything I already you know. It's I don't know. And then so. the, and the wife staying with the dude because she could leave that guy get half most likely right. Half they haven't of, been married that long. Half of a billion, dude. You have to be married like some five hundred million dollars. But she would rather wait him out to die to get the billion and let him just treat her like shit. But. But you, she wouldn't probably wouldn't get half. They haven't been married. You have to be married for some fucking. I think they've been married a long time, dude. Mm, I don't know. That's crazy. The I whole mean, thing. Anybody with that kind of money that doesn't sign a prenup is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right? yeah, so, yeah totally. Which I mean, could be the tr- maybe the sh- there may have been a prenup anyway. Maybe the only way she gets to live. What if the, there was a prenup and she leaves him and she she's gets got nothing? Nothing. Yeah. She's out on her. Ass. Yeah, we don't know all the circumstances. To make she, instead, she could just live in a house and never have to fucking see him and fuck. Because you don't That's tell me she's not fucking is. the pool boy or whoever she wants. Like she's probably fucking half those players. Yeah. Like it's just it's a two way street. It is wild. And then this is the ultimate curveball. I mentioned it earlier before Dan came. It's probably not real. If it was, literally society as we know it would come to a close and the internet would just explode. But there are early rumors, as of this conversation right now, by the time this airs, this may obviously just be a joke, that that girl, or, or a scoop. <laughs> or, yeah, or that <laughs> fresh talk, it. the podcast the no one exclusive. knows about, explodes <laughs> off the following statement. She's transgender. That'd be so pimp. People couldn't handle it. I mean, literally, dude. like literally, the TMC building would just catch fire, dude. People would just run out <laughs> in the streets, like this story is too crazy. I mean, it would a- a- everything, sex, racism, billions of dollars, athletics, and famous trannies. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? I'm sure it's not. I mean, I'm sure that's just a, a-, a little rumor. I think we also just described the Kevin Mollick story. Yeah, <laughs> because that I picture that like in the 1900s, back when there were paper guys and like you know, like the bo- like paper kids. Would run extra, out with the break. Extra, extra, extra. Mistress is a tranny. She's got a dick. You know, like massive, bold type. You know, a bunch of people on subways reading an article that says she's got a dick. BBC. <laughs> she's not a she, she's a he. <laughs> BBC Big Bang and Cock. You know. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, on that note. On that note. We usually end on boobs, but I guess we can end on a big old cock this week. <laughs> <laughs> just in honor of diversity. If I said let's end on a big old cock. Just in honor of you diversity. Just said it. <laughs> no, I said the BBC stands for big banging cock. Right. You, you led us it. to you led the bang us to the is rough. Not <laughs> big cock anyway, you'd say it's the banging. Oh, boy. How are we doing time-wise, John? Uh, we're about 55 minutes. Great. Well, this has been another, in- this has probably been the most serious episode of Fresh Talk, but Fresh Talk is a place where you can come talk about serious issues but end on a happy a happy I didn't mean it like that <laughs> end on a big old happy car I didn't mean it like that <laughs> uh, well we know where you're going afterwards well thank you for coming to fresh cock today <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> my name's Chris you can find non-homosexual implication tweets at army of freshmen or, I don't know or, about that. Yeah, I, that's that's marginally true. My name <laughs> Hashtag is, Big Bang and Cock. <laughs> my name is Kai, and you can find all sorts of things at Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm Dan. You can find not much at, at SpoonyDX. But you can find out when he's late for Fresh Talk and all the beers he's drinking. <laughs> Just had one beer. I had, I had an appointment to get to. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the appointment couldn't wait. Which reminds me, this... Uh, this fresh cast was brought to you by Maui Brewing Company's Coconut Porter for those of you. Maui that Brewing Company Coconut Porter. Is yes. there no end? In a can.
in a can. It's, it's delicious. delicious. With a special weird top. You're going to call it a Big Bang cocktail? <laughs> cue the pasta. Cue, cue the booby nova. <laughs> Real fresh.